tonight, we want to get into the presence of God, and I want to start off just a little bit of a uh, sermonette before we get into worship, because we just want to flip things around tonight. As a pastor, uh, one of my jobs, or my ultimate job, I guess, is really to lead us into the presence of God. Really, that's why I'm here, and if I don't do that job, I should go on. But to lead us in the presence of God, and um, sometimes uh, we look, just without trying, we look to come to church because I think uh, there's a, a special word, and while it's good to have good words, and or we come to church sometimes because we know we've got a good praise team, or we can go to, and sometimes people go to different churches because, man, I like how they preach, or I like how they praise, um, but those are all means to an end. The ultimate goal for every Christian is to enter into the presence of God and follow the presence of God with our life. And so some can seek pastors and some can seek praise team, but the word of God and the worship of God should lead us ultimately into his presence. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Hey, see, we know how to do this now. All right. Turn with me in 1 Kings chapter 19 real quick. 1 Kings chapter 19. So tonight is all about seeing what we are using at Sanctuary, the preaching of the Word, the praise, uh, the worship, the Word of God, is all about leading us to the presence of God. And if we're ever coming to church because Pastor Heath's sermons or because of our praise team, we might be missing the point. And why are we here on a Sunday night? What are we doing in a prayer meeting at Sanctuary? Elijah, in chapter 19 of First Kings, finds himself at a down point. He had just poured out all that he had to take out the prophets of Baal, and he had just called, or he asked God, and they called down fire from heaven, and he had this great victory. But he finds himself at a weary moment, and Jezebel is chasing him. And so he's at a weak moment, ready to give up, ready to die, because he's totally exhausted. I don't know if you've ever been totally exhausted for doing the Christian life before. It just gets really, really wearisome sometimes just trying to live this life. And so Elijah finds himself wearied out, totally ready to give up and turn it in. But God shows up with an angel, and the angel feeds him uh, special bread, all right? And so he begins to receive what we would interpret from the Word of God. God, sometimes when we are down and discouraged and don't know what to do, this is the answer right here. We begin to get some nourishment to our bodies, to our souls, to our minds, and God begins to try to take Elijah, Elijah to a new season in his life. And so Elijah uh, receives supernatural nourishment for 40 days and 40 nights. God says, I want you to go up to the mountain of God, which is in the Old Testament where you would always encounter his presence. Everybody say presence. Okay, now you're with me. And so God's word was trying to lead Elijah somewhere into the presence of God, maybe a place he'd never been in his life. He had just completely emptied himself and done the work of God, but now the Word of God has called him to go up deeper into the presence of God. So Elijah gets up to the top of the mountain, and here we are in 1 Kings chapter 19. This angel has told him, arise and eat, go to the mountain, and he goes and he goes to the mountain. He's up there in Mount Horeb for 40 days and 40 nights. This is the same place where Moses uh, had been before. He finds the cave, and the Lord comes to him and says, what are you doing here Elijah. Now, Elijah had asked in his own heart, no doubt, he was saying, where is God in my life? I just saw him. 
I just encountered him. He just did great things for me, but now I don't feel him so much. I don't know about you, but sometimes it happens to me where, man, I can have an awesome encounter with God, and the very next day I'm like, where is God at? I don't feel him like I just did. Or maybe it was a season in my life. I don't feel God like I used to feel God. I'm not where I, ought to, uh, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I once was. Where's God at? But the funny thing is, in Elijah's life, in this moment, God says, Elijah, why are you here? What are you doing here, Elijah? So Elijah's saying, where's God? And God's saying, what are you doing here? Well, Didn't you call me up to the mountain? Aren't you the person that asked me up here? What do you mean you're asking me? Why am I here? What am I doing here? So isn't it God funny like that? He asks us questions sometimes, so he already knows the answer, because sometimes he wants us to do a little bit of investigating in our own hearts to say, hey, what are you really trying to get out of this Christian life I've called you to? What are you really doing in this season of life? Are you sure? Are you, are you asking me something here? Are you trying to tell me something? Or are you just trying to complain? Are you just... Glad to be unhappy as a Christian. All right, I'm going to move on. Okay. (laughs) And so he says, well, God, I did all this awesome stuff for you. I alone am left, and they're seeking my life. And so God says, well, go forth. He's saying, go a little deeper. Elijah, let's go a little deeper. Sometimes we need to go a little deeper with God up the mountain. And he says, and behold, the Lord was passing by, and a great and strong wind was uh, uh, rending the mountains and breaking into pieces the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. But the earthquake, after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of a gentle blowing. Elijah heard it. He wrapped his face in a mantle, and he went out, and he stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here? His second time, Elijah. And he said, I've been very zealous for the Lord. The Lord of hosts and sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant. They torn down your altars, killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. So Elijah is telling the Lord his woes. And then the Lord said to him, Go. And he would tell him, and Elijah, he would tell Elijah, Go back to where you were, and I'm going to do something new in your life. I'm going to call you to anoint a new king. I'm going to call you to anoint a new prophet who's going to come alongside you and help you. And by the way, I've got 7,000 people are ready for a revival in this country. Holy remnant of my God's people. And he says, and if uh, God, I'm going to do everything through these people and everything is going to be complete through them. And so Elijah encounters the spirit of God, gets refreshed and enters into a new season of his life, a revival season. You know, sometimes when we get weary in this life, God is drawing us deeper to himself. So he finds the word. He takes him to his presence. He asks the questions. But Elijah had experienced God through the fire. And so he comes to this new place, this new season in his life, up on the mountain of the presence of God. And what happens? Fire shows up. God's not there. Earthquake shows up. God's not there. Winds showed up. God's not there. Sometimes when we go through church, we become a Christian, we go to the preaching. I'm going to the preaching. I'm going there for the preaching. That's why I'm there. I'm for the preaching. Well, sometimes that's just a means to get you somewhere. Oh, I'm going for the praise. I'm going for the praise team. I'm going for the style of worship. I'm going for that topic. Man, I love how they sing there. I love how they encounter God there. Well, Sometimes God's not in the wind. Sometimes he's not just about the fire. Sometimes he's not just about the earthquake. 
He's about getting you to a deeper place in His presence. And preaching is a tool to get you to the presence of God. Sometimes it's praying and having a prayer meeting, and that's a tool to get you to the presence of God. Sometimes it's a praise team and some praise, and that's a tool to get you to the presence of God. But all of those things are not the presence of God. Preaching is not the presence of God. This praise is not the presence of God. Praying is not the presence of God. But they are all means to get us to the presence of God. Amen? So sometimes if I'm coming for the pastor, if I'm coming for the praise team, if I'm coming for the prayer meeting, all of that is good, but God is calling us to go see what's behind that place. And again, as a pastor, my goal as as a praise team, our goal is to lead us into the deeper places, into the presence of God. Amen. So that's some easy things we can do. While Elijah's asking, where's God? God's asking, what? are you doing here? Why are you here? Why are you here tonight? What are you doing here in this season of your life? Why are you in this season of your life? Are you full? Are you up on the mountaintop with God? Are you down in the valley wondering where God is? God is asking each one of us and saying, hey, are you here for the preaching? Are you here for the praise? Are you here for the prayer? Or are you here for the presence of God? Amen. The presence of God. Tonight, <clears throat> I think God can take, this is a beginning that God can take sanctuary to new seasons, just like Elijah, that there is something beyond that maybe we can't see past our certain circumstances. We can say, man, we've had great, done, God's done great things in our life. We've seen great things. God felt God's presence in my life. I know God exists. I remember things God's done for me. But God has something beyond this mountaintop experience with Elijah was a new season of revival. A new place God would take him. And it would last, this season of revival, in a sense, would last even after Elijah's death through his mentor, his disciple, Elisha, and through the next king, and through the next 7,000 people that God would raise up. I'm praying for a revival in LaSalle Parish, Louisiana, that goes beyond Pastor Heath, that goes beyond our praise team, that goes beyond who we have in these chairs right now, but it continues to another generation because we become a people who are not just seeking preaching, we're not just seeking praise teams, we're not just seeking prayer meetings, we're seeking the presence of God, an authentic, whether it be through a fire, that's great, it could be through a preaching, it could be through a praise team, it could be through a prayer meeting, but the ultimate goal is not to stop at one point on the mountain, but let's say God says, hey, Elijah, go a little further. I want to go a little further tonight. Amen? Amen? Amen. I want to go a little further tonight. <clears throat> Three things or four things I really want us to pray about tonight is tonight we're coming to expect. Elijah was expecting fire like he had just saw fire. That's not how God showed up. God blew his expectations out of the way. So tonight, taking all the expectations off, how is God going to show up? I don't know. But I want God to show up. I'm coming expecting God to show up. Number two, I want to come encountering and ready to encounter or experience God. Uh, God is promised to meet us when we join together. God promises 
to fill those who are hungry and thirsty, who are ready to engage Him. And again, I'm not coming to sing songs. I'm not coming to hear a cool, flashy word. I'm coming to see the presence and encounter the presence of God. That's what changes. That's what got Elijah ready for the next season. It wasn't the, the flash. It wasn't the fire. It wasn't the wind. It wasn't all the sound. It was the authentic presence of God that he needed. That's what I need. I don't know about you. I've heard a lot of preaching in my life. I have over 2,000 songs of Christian music on my computer. I could listen to them all day long. But unless I allow them to get me to a deeper place, it's just noise. Amen? Then lastly, so expect, encounter, and then engage. Once he had experienced the presence of God, God said, now go. That's the engage part. That's what it's all about. God's going to take us from one place to another as we encounter him. Uh, tonight, here's what I want us to do. I want you to watch this video for a moment, <clears throat> and then we're going to come back. I'm going to read some scripture and just get the pastor out of the way, and let's just get to the presence of God and allow the rest of the service to just be about him. Uh, and so right now, let's just do this. Let's just close our eyes, and let's just allow the presence of God to be in this place. He's already here, but let's allow him to be experienced in our hearts. Let's allow us to put away the expectations of what a Sunday night should look like, feel like. And let's just say, God, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Father, have your way. Let us be here for your presence, not for preaching, not for praise, which all those are good. But God, it's all about your presence. We need your presence. Lord, there's not a solution in here that cannot be fixed. By, by your, but it can't be fixed without with your presence, God. It, it's all about your presence. You can do anything with your presence, God. That's what our hearts are longing for is your presence, God. We just clear our minds and clear our hearts, God. Lord, to receive from you and your spirit alone. May the word tonight lead us to your presence. May the praise tonight lead us to your presence. May the prayers tonight lead us to your presence, O oh God. Hallelujah, Lord.